Hello, everyone, and welcome back to VT Pamplin Presents Our Voice Podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Kendall and Ben, and welcome to episode two. I'm excited to be back in studio doing this again because the the encouragement and and support that we've gotten for the show already oh, is amazing. Crazy. Everyone's been coming up to us just saying how great the show yeah. is. And before we go even any further, I just want to reiterate, it's not just us. Um, thank you to everybody on our team. First off, thank you, Chris, our producer. You do a whole lot that not a lot of people get to see. Uh, also, thank you to all of our writers um, that help us come up with content. Yeah. So thank you to everybody on our team for all your help. And There's no way it could happen without them. And absolutely. like that is the absolutely. honest truth. Yeah. So while we are the technical voices and faces of the show, recognize that there is people behind the scenes doing a lot of work as well. So thank you to all of them. If you guys check out our website, then you can see little profiles about them. Um, see our picture, what we look like. Yeah, get it, get a face to the voice. Uh, our website is pamplin.vt.edu backslash podcast. That's where you're gonna find all of our episodes. We are also on Spotify and moving towards being on Apple Podcasts. So wherever you're listening, uh, be sure to check that out. And the show's going well. Yeah. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I yeah. it's been a very busy week for me. Yeah. Um. You ready to get started with some news? Absolutely. So, Giving Day. Giving Day is March 19th. We will be in the atrium live for a couple hours just recording some fun podcast bits. If you are there and see us, come say hi. Giving Day is super important, so you can donate now. It's open. You can also donate on Giving Day. Super exciting. In addition, if you are a senior and you haven't donated towards your senior class gift, I would urge you to do so. You can find all the information on VT's social links, VT like pamphlet and class of 2019, all of that. Donate. You got to give back to the school. It's giving you so much. Hopefully you had a good experience here. We also want to remind you about the Women in Business event in Charlotte and Arlington on March 21st. Uh, register on the Pamplin website. Links are on Facebook and LinkedIn profiles for Pamplin. Come say hi. We'll, we'll yeah. both be there. We'll, you're probably going to be there. I'm anticipating being there. Cool. So hopefully if you recognize us from our voice or face <laughs> if you look to the website, whatever. Yeah. Um, just come say hi because we're going to be there. Lastly, we just want to take a minute to thank our sponsors again, uh, Prism and Pamplin. First off, Prism. Prism is an interdisciplinary ad agency run by the next generation of creatives, strategists, analysts, and marketing mavens. Uh, everybody on the team is a member of Prism, and they have been very, very supportive. And um, we're in the Prism office right now, so thank you to, all the, to them for all of their resources and support. Um, also, thank you, Pamplin College of Business, and specifically the Pamplin IT department has been especially fantastic. Yeah. Um, they put together our website. They put together um, whatever platform you're listening to the show on right now. They set it up. So a huge thank you to them and thank you to Pamplin for your continued support and encouragement. Additionally, if you're involved with a business of some sort, local Blacksburg business, or you know someone who is, and you think they may want to be a sponsor of the show, please reach out to us. We are accepting sponsorships. If you want to get your business um, read or anything on the show, just reach out to us and we'll hopefully set up a deal. Accepting I really sponsorships. Read some ads. I think that'd be cool because I've know. never done that before. I want to be so legit. So yeah, reach out to us if you're interested in that. Ready to get started, episode two? Absolutely. All right, Let's here do we it. go. Guys, this is really exciting. We have a fun little bit for everyone. So basically, our team created dating profiles for Ben and I. With and we don't know about them. Yeah, we have no idea what they wrote. We haven't. We have had zero access to this. And we're about to be handed a piece of paper with our Chris dating Chris is profiles. handing us a piece of paper. Okay, and to preface, they went through our social media profiles to find <laughs> pictures for us. And I can <laughs> already see picture. my <laughs> oh, no. This is going to be good. All right, yeah. so we're describing ourselves yeah. through these dating profiles. And Chris is laughing, so they must be pretty funny. Okay. All right, first so. size. Oh, man. 
So let me just describe this picture for you. Um, I am at Nags Head Beach, North South North Carolina. I okay. Believe. Can I see it? Yeah, my hair is like eight feet long, and I'm on a child toy ride acting thug as I was in tenth grade. Sure. Is this on your like Instagram profile or? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's on my Instagram. Yeah. I try not to delete things. You know, I want to. <laughs> I want to show progress. Yeah, of course. That's that's my belief. So my picture is. Um, Let me see. It was when I was on a field trip. Oh, wow. We went, um, what is that called? Geocaching, I think. Yes, my and mom's obsessed. So that, that is my team. Um, and so my picture is myself posed on one of the geocaching posts. So tell me about yourself. Uh, what's right. your first thing you got there? All right. So, hey, my name is Kendall, and I am a fashionista. I love high-end fashion from stores like Claire's, Justice, <laughs> favorite store ever. Have you been to Justice? I have been to Justice, oh actually. Oh, my gosh. It's my favorite. <laughs> um, my ideal date would be breaking a sweat, running up mountains of snow. Okay. Don't forget your snowshoes. Sure. And I average about 35 miles a day. Wow. And I can reach speeds of two miles per hour. Congratulations. Yeah, do the math there. I'm actually looking for specifics in, in a person. Well, let's hear it. Do you mind if I just run down the list? By I, all uh, means. I brought a checklist. So okay. I just thought I would yeah, before we get started. Boxes. So I'm interested in planting bonsai trees. Okay. There's a particular art of cutting the tiny trees. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I mean, if yeah. If you uh, ain't got the time, then I got ain't got time for you. If I don't have the time for your bonsai trees, then you don't have time. Like I said. Okay. It takes a long time to cut the tiny trees. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a natural drink lover. I love all natural drinks, in fact. I'll drink anything from freshly squeezed plum juice to pea milk. Guys, I actually drink pea milk. Do you actually? Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's P E A P, like well, yeah, I know, uh, I know. Like it comes in a bean, and it's really good. It so I don't, I can't have dairy, and just for everyone out there, because I feel like everyone should know, it has the least flavor out of all the non-dairy milks. Okay. And it's like way creamier than all of them, so it doesn't taste like peas. It doesn't taste like much, really. It tastes more like milk than anything. So that's true. Shout out to whoever wrote that. All right. Was that meant to be a joke, or did you know that about me? That was fully meant to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is. That's perfect. But for real, you need to like your very various types of squeezed juices. If you can guess my favorite type, first round of fresh plucked onion rings are on me. Fresh plucked onion rings. I prefer them unfried. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really into my education. Highest level accomplished is driver's ed. <laughs> you know? God bless. It's, it's improved my daily life. Do you tremendously. have your driver's license? Um, it doesn't specify. It doesn't say. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you do? Um, What's I, your thing? I am a massive fan of gardening. Oh, wow. Okay. I spend from dusk, from dawn to dusk, tending to my cauliflowers and cacti. Which is funny because Ben hates vegetables. Right. <laughs> um, I only plant the best seeds imported mm-hmm. from the bosom of India and the <laughs> Himalayan mountains. Wow, gardening, I didn't know cacti were uh, native to me. <laughs> gardening is truly what drives me. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's so, I love a man with passion. <laughs> <laughs> For gardening. I am a podcast host. That's your career? Yes. That's impressive. Do you like it? No. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Looking to move up. It's been great. Yeah. What do you, tell me something you're passionate about. Besides gardening? Yeah. Um, I am a lead member in a very prominent and established opera troupe. Opera that troop. performs for the poor. Oh, that is so giving. Isn't it? I am a saint. Giving day. Do you know about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to sing opera for it. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Goodness. Me too on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy reading and reciting 
12th century poetry okay. that have been translated to Latin. They were oh. in English, and we put them back in Latin <laughs> you know, so I that I can read them. You know, I four years of Latin. Did you actually? Yes. That's wild. I learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was well, great. I don't like to read my poetry in the language that I understand. I like to transform it to a language that no one speaks yes. and then be able to read it. Yeah. What, do you, what else you got there? I love, love, all caps, dancing. Okay. The fact that you love gardening is so convenient because I, I love plants. Really? Yeah, you Isn't can actually uh, catch me watering my bonsai garden in between classes and my free time. Anything uh, else relevant yeah. I should know about you? Yeah, so uh, the three things that I am most thankful for. The first one is my voice gifted by the nine muses themselves. Wow. Apparently I'm a very talented singer. Okay. And so I use the, the, the gift bestowed upon me by the muses to, uh, to spread my, my joy of music, apparently. I'm laughing just looking at my face. <laughs> uh, the next thing I'm thankful for is my best friend, Aww. Ben Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> is that, I'm my own best friend. Is that what that says? That's good. That sounds like my co-host's name. Yeah. <laughs> no and uh, I'm also most thankful for how graciously humble I truly am. Oh, that is so nice. I am by far the Ladies, humblest. get you a man like <laughs> Ben Gallagher. I guess. <laughs> Um, I've actually been mastering karate for eight years. Interesting. Last week I received my yellow belt. Congratulations. Isn't that the first level? No, that's the second. Second level? I did taekwondo for actually nine years, and I got pretty uh, far. Impressive. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, yellow belt. That's pretty far. No, I got farther than that. Yeah, so yellow belt. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, these were based off of true facts about us. I don't know. Like, there's some some aspects (laughs) in here. That were based off of like things from our actual life. Like for example, the pea milk was supposed to be a joke, but you actually drink that. Yeah, that actually wasn't even based off anything. They just they just, just said that apparently. and it fits. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I will say I, I'm not sure where the gardening came from for me, but uh, wearing a shirt with trees on it. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but the voice gifted from the nine muses, I think, is in reference to the fact that I sang a cappella and naturally sharp. I enjoyed this. That was good. Were there any aspects that were like clearly based off of real? Like the fashion part was clearly based off. Yeah, of the real. fashion part, um, the taekwondo. I love food. And I, I do. I do really like dancing. Uh, yeah, I'd say those. those I like the fact that they said that you uh, run up cold <laughs> mountains and you hate the cold. I know. I don't like it. <laughs> you really do but not I really like don't the cold. Like running. Right. <laughs> so that Double sounds whammy. really fun. That's good. I like that. Thank you, writers, for writing these. Thank you. Frame this. Hope you. Hopefully, everyone thought that was. As enjoyable. funny as we did. Yeah, I, I thought it was very funny. Um, and that's, you know, that's another way that you guys can get to know us a little bit and we can get to know each other and just grow as a show. All right, so next we're going to move on to uh, just tips on how to spring back from spring break. So this episode is dropping on Monday after spring break. And so we just want to take a minute to talk about um, some of the tips that we personally use to, to come back from a long break. Um, Kendall, do you want to go first? Sure. Go to Canvas in those couple days that you have, or Sunday night or something. Go to Canvas and just make sure that nothing is due. You might want to do this before spring break. It just kind of anticipated. Like, I know I have an assignment due Sunday night or something. Right. So I would just, just make sure. Just go in and that. make sure, yeah, especially when you get back. to be like, okay, I didn't check Canvas for a whole week. Did I miss anything? Yeah. And then you can check it, and then you can reference. And if you missed it, then oops. But if you have something coming up, then you can get ahead of it. I also would recommend for this whole week going to bed early. It just you kind of put, put put your good foot forward. Set yourself you up know? for success. Yeah. Essentially, you spent all break staying up probably too late, sleeping in far later than you normally yeah. would. So go to bed earlier than you think you need to. 
Uh, mine is things that I, the thing that I try and do is I try and actually get back a few days early. Yeah. So for example, classes start on Monday. I try and be back by Friday or Saturday. So I would totally recommend unpacking, cleaning your room, doing your laundry, changing your sheets, like spring cleaning. Yeah, this is a good time to do that because just start start the rest of your semester off start with a good note. Yeah. Like, um, so the next segment that we have is going to be the main focus of this episode, and that is we're going to take a minute to talk about personal branding. Now, this is very, very important as um, employers begin to look at everything about you. So the truth of the matter is that your employers are going to look at all of your social media profiles. They're going to stalk you. They're going to look deep. So set yourself up for success now by start getting your profile under wraps. Um, so we're just going to talk about, first off, we're going to talk about how your personal social media, um, some tips for that, and then we're going to go to just general overall personal branding tips to help you stand out amongst the crowd. Yeah. So as far as Instagram goes, Instagram kind of blends into like the Facebook and Twitters, in my opinion. I wrote down, post as if your old school opinionated grandma sees everything you post and will tell you if she doesn't like it. Like you should be a little bit, not, I don't want to say in fear, but I think you need to go into every post thinking about what you're posting, thinking about who follows you. If your account is private or public, they'll find you either way. But all that stuff, yeah. They, they yeah. Yeah. Be careful what you're posting. It could really, it could be like a simple birthday post that you might not even be thinking about. Like, oh, you know what? Like, what's in this picture? What are we doing in this picture? What? What's act, the purpose? Like, yeah. yeah. What behavior are we condoning? And those are things that people look at. And for every one person that has inappropriate behaviors in their Instagram, I'm sure there's someone that applied to the same job as you without that stuff in your in their Instagram. It's an easy thing for people to filter out. Yeah. If, if they go in with a checklist saying, we're looking for a profile with none of these things, it's very, very easy to pick you off and drop you from their list without even knowing anything about you, and which I, is unfortunate that it's like yeah. that. And I just want to add, um, blurring and emojis doesn't really fool anyone. So I hate to break it to you all, <laughs> but I think... It's just an inkling, but I think they know what's behind those. Yeah. So maybe just keep that in mind going forward. Just just remember that it's tied to your name. People are going to find it. Yeah. And it's your why brand. Even, it, it's it'll it's be who you your are. Brand. Yeah. And, and why even give anyone the opportunity to judge you without knowing you? Like exactly. That. Well said. And kind of on the same lines of, you look so happy. I was <laughs> like, yes. <compliment laughs> you. Note to self, compliment then more. <laughs> Personally, now this I'm sure will differ, but I personally believe that you got to kind of stick to one purpose per account. I'm not saying like go have a million accounts, but I believe that if you want to conduct business on an account, it should be more of a business oriented account with a more professional strategy, you know, you're like smart goals and all that stuff sort of for swatting up. That type of focus should be on the business side. And then your personal pictures, I believe, belong on a personal account essentially keep your business where it belongs and keep your personal things that aren't necessarily business related where they belong as well yeah everything and by has all a place. means you can venture into the personal business the lifestyle territory i'm not saying that that is a no-go but i do think that it's a little bit more reflective of like organization and your business interests if you separate them do you have any tips on how to um potentially get more likes on a post on Instagram or anything like that just easy tricks that you utilize that help um, like for example your posts get more attention and things like that mm-hmm. well analytics are important if you have a business profile on Instagram you can track everything you know like there are simple things pictures with faces and them get more likes than pictures without faces 
and you know certain pictures get more likes um i can go on about the instagram algorithm i know quite a bit about it Interesting. but yeah i mean i actually don't know anything about it it's a very tricky creature yeah it, it's all about there's a certain window where it the in- algorithm will deem your post worthy of promoting kind of like throughout the explore page or not it's hard to hit that mark there's people that pay like businesses to, to have their post show up more to have their posts show up more by utilize this algorithm and interesting there's like super likes which are pages with like a hundred thousand sure. followers and they'll go like your picture and that'll help the alg- algorithm like place value on it oh okay yeah it, it's interesting so i'd say um do your research the algorithm changes all the time so are you telling me that if so since you and i follow each other yeah just because i follow you doesn't mean that i'm gonna see every time you post no yeah no not anymore interesting yeah, it's not chronological or anything. Okay. So if Instagram thinks that we're friends, if we recently DM'd each other, or if I like every post and comment, or we follow similar people, it'll likely show up, but it feels well, right. The point is that there's some percentage that you don't see, yeah. that the algorithm doesn't let you see. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. I did not know that. It's 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 a moneymaker. I yeah. mean, they're, they're just trying to promote things that will keep you on the app. Sure. When's the best time to post on Instagram? Just I actually generally. don't. I know this may be bad, but I don't really look into it. I don't really like care too much. Sure. I my I really just go off common sense. Some people do it right when kind of in the morning time because okay. people wake up, they check their phone. And they check their phone, which sure. I think is pretty smart. Yeah. Some people do kind of in the evening because that's when you know you're. That's on what your I do. I usually foc- I usually post on the evenings because people are home and yeah. they're not you know in school and work whatever yeah. it is. I would do maybe the lunch hours also. Lunch hours. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Did not know that. See, we're learning together. We we can if you guys want, we can do podcasts about this stuff in social media in the strategy. Business. Yeah, in I the like business. That. Let's put a in purview. It. Yeah, come back to it. Um, next, we're gonna do for your personal branding is we're gonna talk about LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is your online profile directly to businesses. Businesses are definitely looking at LinkedIn more than they're looking at really anything else. Yeah, and it's very very simple to have a. It's really easy to have a bad LinkedIn. Um, just a few very very quick things that you can really make your LinkedIn look a lot better. The first thing you want to do is edit your public URL. Um, this is very easy to do. You go right into your profile. You click edit public profile and URL in the top right corner. Then you click the little pencil next to it and you hit backspace on your URL until there's no numbers behind your name. I did not know name. that. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. And it's very easy that way when people this. search you, your profile comes up because they don't Wait. have to type in the whatever numbers are linked to it. Um, I learned this last year. It's a very easy trick. You guys are nodding. You didn't know that. Yeah. We didn't know that. It's really easy. You click so edit your public URL, value. and then you just type backspace on. You can edit your URL right there. Yeah. And so just make it so that it says LinkedIn.com backslash Ben Gallagher, for yeah. example. You can do that for a lot of things, YouTube channels. I know you can do that for. I think you can do it for your own Instagram account, too. Yeah, and, and it's a very simple way to make your profile show up more when people search your name. Um, the next thing is your picture is very very important on linkedin it's the first thing that people see it's how people judge your profile based on a snap decision um a general rule for linkedin is to have a very simple picture of yourself preferably smiling people like happy people um not not necessarily full body because like people be able to focus on your face yeah it's super small identify who you are yeah the picture on linkedin is very very little um so make sure that it it shows who you are in that picture um it's so funny because like i think our age everyone has mostly like professional headshots as their profile picture and then you look at adults and it's like them at a bar yeah you're like oh okay i really like the contrast like for example um here at virginia tech a lot of us have the same linkedin profile picture Mm -hmm. it's us in a suit or stone yeah with a hoagie stone in the background um and that's you know that that makes sense but when you look at all the profiles from virginia tech that have that 
maybe consider taking something else that you stand out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Because every single, I was just scrolling through the other day, everybody in my suggested that goes to Virginia Tech all has the same picture. And Mm -hmm. so an easy way to make yourself stand out is don't do that. You know, either find find a better location for your picture, maybe do... You don't necessarily need to wear, you know, a suit. Maybe just like business casual. Essentially, yeah. have Something a nice outfit. Bright, maybe. Try bright colors, exactly, exactly. Yeah. To make yourself, you know, that shows who you are and not a whole lot else. You don't necessarily need your pet in your LinkedIn profile. You know, we love your pets, but that, but it belongs on some other platforms. Yeah, your Tinder's. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up is the bio. So this is the short description on your profile that essentially says in a few words who you are, what you do, and why the company should look at you. Um, it's it's not hard to craft a good bio, but there's a lot of people who don't. A lot of, it's an option. You don't have to have one. A lot of people leave it blank because they don't know what to write. Um, um, really, I, I honestly don't. It's kind of awkward for me. It's like a big blank Yeah, space. it's very awkward. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's the point. It, just take the time. Think critically about yourself and what you're good at and what you like to do and how you've been doing that in your you know education career already. Um, and then write a quick little bio, basically summarizing who you are and the skills that you have. Um, like, for example, my bio... Um, I'm not going to read it. You get, we can look at it later. But my bio is essentially just says, here's what I've been working on while I'm in college, and here's how it's helped me gain these skills. Very, very quick, very simple. A lot of times when people view your profile, all they see is your picture and your bio. Mm-hmm. They may not even scroll anything past that. So really take the time into those two things because that's the first impression. Yeah, focus on the top. Focus on the top, yep. And then the last thing I have here is just your skills. Um, LinkedIn has a lot of built-in skills. So, for example, when it says when you're building your LinkedIn profile, there's a lot of suggested skills that you can add to yours. Um, None of them are very special. And you can tell which ones are the default because everybody has them. For example, Microsoft Office proficiency, um, you know, public speaking, like all the easy stuff like that. Leadership, yeah. Take the time to think of some unique skills that you have that no one else has. Yeah, Um, or fewer people have. Or fewer people have, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people... Yeah. I'm really good at that, apparently. <laughs> apparently. And so take, you know, take the time to find something mm-hmm. different. Um, another thing that you can do to add to your profile, and this is something that applies to everything, whether you're trying to build your resume, whether you're trying to just get better at something, um, is there's a lot of online certifications that are actually very, very intuitive and worth a lot. So, for example, um, when I was trying to – actually, when I was trying to apply to PRISM, I was looking at my resume – and I was like, man, there's not a lot on here in the awards honors section. Mine was just like high school. Right. <laughs> no and idea. so and so what I did was I went on Reddit and I said, you know, what can I do to make my resume stand out? Reddit, and the first thing that I found was get some certifications. Mm-hmm. So I logged into Google Analytics and I got certified in that. It took me, you know, two days. It took some it took some time, but it's a lot of really good information. Yeah. That then when you get certified, you get a certificate, it's very official. Mm-hmm. And you can put it on your resume, look, I'm certified in Google Analytics. Yeah. And then you can put that on your LinkedIn. You can put that on your resume, too. And you can put it everywhere, and it looks a lot better than leadership, public speaking. Or it looks even better than saying you have skills in analytics. Like, Correct. no, I actually have a certification. Another it. one that I've heard a lot um, from a few representatives that I've had in other companies is Salesforce is yeah. another big one. Uh, Facebook ads, yeah. you know, all the social media ads, they all have certifications that are pretty – they're pretty quick. Um, they're not easy by any means. They're not – you know, they're not – brain dead work that you can do to just get this thing yeah you have to put time into it but when you do it really really builds who you are the next thing we have is facebook facebook is one of those things that where if you need to search up something or someone you can find someone so for example when people when you mention your name to someone they immediately jump on facebook Mm -hmm. and see what's there yeah it's basically google for people um and so be very careful of what you put on facebook facebook very recently has become a very political 
um, opinionated platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are getting a lot of, in a lot of trouble for things that they're putting on Facebook. So just be and careful. scroll back. Yeah, scroll back, see what you did. Exactly, because Facebook's been around for a while, and a lot of us have had our profiles for a while. So you know, take the time, scroll back, see what you have, see if there's anything that you're like, wow, I don't, that doesn't add anything. I can delete that. Yeah. Make sure you're updating positions, fill out um, about yourself, update life events, informal way to share things about you. Mm-hmm. So for example, on my Facebook, I'm not in, I'm not active on Facebook. Yeah. I don't like Facebook as a platform very much. Um, it's I, I, the only reason I would go on there is to see, you know, family updates, things like that. Yeah. Um, all of my groups for what the groups that I'm a part of, for example, VT class 2020. Yeah. Um, and like my employment groups for my part-time jobs, things like that. Um, and then when I have exciting things, like for example, when I got into prism, I put a Facebook thing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when naturally sharp has a concert, I put a Facebook thing mm-hmm. out, but that's, that's really it. I'm not on there for recreation. Um, yeah. I don't do a whole lot of opinion stuff on Facebook and, and that's because I know that that's the first thing people search whenever you meet someone professional. Beware of tagged posts, uh, those embarrassing middle school pictures, for example. This is a big one. Um, People have tagged you in things that are then attached to your profile whether you want them to be or not. Yeah, I would definitely go through those. Go through those. Whether they're embarrassing or maybe middle school you wasn't as insightful as you are Right, or, you know, inappropriate, whatever it is. You you get tagged in everything, and Mm -hmm. so be very careful about what you're tagged in and what it's showing about you. If you're public, people can see what you share, what you're tagged in, and post. So things that you like, things that you yeah, send to other people. They can stalk you to the very core. Exactly. If you're on public, everything you do is visible, so be very aware of that. We're not trying to scare you, essentially, but just recognize that everything that you do on the Internet, your employers are looking at. Yeah. So be and careful. you guys have heard this before. We're just kind of reinforcing this and keeping it kind of fresh in your brain as this is your brand. And whether you intend on branding yourself or not, it'll happen. And whether you intend on using your personal brand as a business endeavor or not, I think that's sometimes confusing for people. They're like, well, I don't really, I'm not trying to build my brand and like do something with it. I'm like, well, your brand is who they're hiring. It's who they're trusting you to interact. Like, It's, the, who, people, it's who people remember when they're describing Yeah, it. it's basically you, if that makes sense. It's, it's your version in everyone else's head. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's the value you have in it's constantly being updated yeah. on from things you do, things you say. So keep that in mind, and, and hopefully you can use those tips to springboard your social media into a more professional version. Now that we have discussed kind of the social media and online tips, we're going to go into just general branding. So this has a little bit more of a in-person spin on it. So, Ben, what's the first thing? Yeah, so the first one is your handshake. Having a strong, firm handshake is very, very important, especially when you're meeting people who are older than you. It's something that has been ingrained in American society that if you have a weak handshake, it means you're a weak person. I agree. And it, it takes no time oh, at all to practice your handshake with somebody. Essentially, eye contact, be can, friendly, no, you be firm, don't crush their hand, but have a strong, strong handshake. And I just want to take my place on this platform to just tell everyone, um, if you're shaking hands with a woman or a girl or whatever, don't grab like the front of her hand and like pretend like you're gonna curtsy at her or something that is very old everyone can shake hands with their full hand and you would be surprised as like a woman how many men shake my hand as if they're like they shake like, differently courting me right and then that's a little bit outdated right that's like, a good point i'm here to do business yeah <laughs> i'm glad so, you brought that up that's yeah good. i just you know if anyone is doing that out there yeah i hope this like changes one person's yeah. handshake but yeah that i would not do that there you go. 
Next is your outfit. You know, gauge the market. Gauge, you know, dress for the job you want, not the one you have, especially not if the one you have is a student. And yeah, just look nice. Look a little bit different from everyone else. Just look put together. Iron your clothes or steam them or, you know, polish your shoes, wear a belt, that type of stuff. It's easy, but it really makes a difference, you know. And that extends to everything, whether yeah. it's a interview, whether it's a professional meeting, or whether you're yeah. just meeting like a with mentor or something. a mentor mm-hmm. who you're going to be working on a project with. Yeah. Just don't show up looking like a slob. Yeah. You know, don't smell bad. It's it's personal hygiene. And, and don't smell too strongly either. Of yeah. Perfume or anything else. Just have a good like balance it. of normal. You're, yeah. Like, you don't have to dress up for a meeting with a project manager, but don't show up in, you know, flip-flops and the worst outfit you can plan. I don't even, I don't, we don't even need to do examples. People understand. Like jeans and Nikes. And That's what I'm wearing t-shirt. now. <laughs> <laughs> don't wear that. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially just don't look like a slob when mm-hmm. you're meeting with people, whether it's an interview or whether it's an informal project meeting, just dress appropriately. Dress like a human being. Uh, next one we have is confidence. Confidence is one of the most important things when it comes to evaluating who someone is. Um, if, if you show up to, no matter what it is again, and you're unconfident with yourself, unconfident with what you're doing, um, it comes across in not the best way. And it'll make them uncomfortable. Yeah, people don't, yeah, people don't like when, when people are unconfident around them, when people are, you know, wary of what they're doing. It puts, you know, um, what's that feeling? It's like... Tense? Tenseness, like it, it's like performance anxiety, but for the person performing instead. Oh, yeah. I know it's like when someone's about. singing and they're about to mess up it's and you like, don't want them to mess up. It's like a weird form of empathy, I guess. Empathy, yeah, that, we'll do that. Um, and it, when someone is in, unconfident, it, it kind of makes you or the, the person you're meeting with um, worried that you're going to, you know, not confident in what you're doing. You're going to do something wrong, essentially. Just own what you're doing. You're smart. You're powerful. You're educated. You are good at what you do. Um, be confident in what you do because you do it better than anyone else. You're, you're your own person and just own what you do. And that's just in everything. That's in job interviews. That's in meetings. with. That's in group projects, just whatever it is, just be confident. Next, follow up. My mom's a recruiter, and she tells me once a week probably that how powerful it is to just write a letter if you have time, like a handwritten letter if there's like the window is appropriate, and just send it out or write an email like right after and send it out. Yeah, follow-up is very, very important. Yeah, just reference something you talked about and then go into thanking them. It doesn't have to be long, just this little thing. And my mom has hired people, you know, with that in mind, just being like, you know what, they sat down, they wrote me a letter. And that's really impressive because that shows their care for the job. You know, it's like, why do you want the job? Well, they're showing you, so. And the truth is, is that the people who you meet with, especially if it's in the professional world, are very, very busy. They don't let on how busy they are. And the fact that they took out time from their busy schedule to meet with you, yeah. it's it's a big deal. And you, you should express that. And so that's that's even something, even when it's just like me having a conversation with a mentor, I always make sure I you know send them an email saying, thank you for taking time out of your day to speak with me. Yeah. It, it, you know, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. And and that's it goes a long way when you do that. It's very easy, too. Yeah, it's it's so easy. And then like for the rest of it, if you see an interesting news article, send it out to them see something on LinkedIn, send it, you know, like if you have a contact from a couple years ago professional, like keep them just in the loop. Keep people involved, you know, for sure. Make sure, don't let your contacts go dead. Keep, keep them alive. Now we're just going to go into some interesting stories that we've heard along the way from people who have successfully branded themselves well and just interesting ways that they made themselves stand out. 
Um, the first one is kind of a thing that you mentioned, a gentleman who spoke in one of my classes who um, said that every single time he met with someone, he would write them a handwritten note thanking them. And it was very, nobody, not a lot of people write a lot of handwritten notes anymore. And so it was, he, it was able to stick in the people he met with's brain that, oh, this is the guy that took the time to write me a note. And, and it really helped him a lot. I heard of one person that bought the website, like bought the domain for any the CEO of the companies he was applying for, which were like high rank, like high ranking people, big companies, and I forget the specifics, but it was essentially like, well, I bought like I'm applying to you, whatever, but do you know, like you have questions for me, but do you know who owns your name? And so they googled their name, and it was literally like, hi, I'm so and so, hire me, like that type. And he of was thing. sitting across from them in the room. I don't know, actually. Or something like that. Yeah, it didn't specify, but yeah. And That's funny. And he got offers from, like, four out of the five people. And I'm talking, these are big names. Big this companies, like, Microsoft yeah. and Google level. So I, that's really cool. That's find, interesting. Find ways to stand out. Because uh, the truth is that our industry like that. our industry is very, very competitive. And it's, all, it's a lot about who you know, and it's a lot about what you do. And so if you can find a way to make yourself stand out above the noise of the rest, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, another gentleman I heard of, he kept every business card that he ever got. So whenever he would meet with someone and they would give him a business card, he would keep all of them. And he would keep them in a Rolodex, essentially a database of experts. So when someone came to him with a problem and he didn't know the answer, he would just go through his business cards and find someone who did know the answer. You could make the nicest Excel doc with all those, you know, like organize it, then you could filter it. Imagine that. Yeah, and so, and he he just had like a wall of of business cards in his office. Yeah. And it it just showed, you know, he, he took the time and he cared about every meeting that he had. Um, yeah, just find a way to stand out. Yeah, I th- One way that I have, have tried to do this, actually, uh, I was, I'm applying to intern at a company, and uh, I was looking at their website, and each of the employees that work on the, at the company have like a little quick little one-liner that kind of talks about them. And there was one gentleman who had his Venmo on the website. What? And so I Venmoed him a dollar. Okay. And I said, hey, your website is really, really cool. By the way, I'd like to intern for you guys. And he immediately wrote back. He's like, I'm appalled that this worked. This is hilarious. The whole office is laughing. Like, no way. we're going to reach out to you and get your email. So just little things like that that you yeah. can find very, very easy. Like, Venmoing someone a dollar is nothing to me. It's in my balance yeah. anyway. Yeah. And so it, it's a it's an easy way to make you stand out. And so people will remember, like, oh, who's Ben? Oh, he's the guy who Venmoed he's me. He's the Venmo guy. Yeah. yeah. And then you have we something that makes. Dollar. Right. Yeah, we owe so him a dollar. <laughs> yeah. I actually, so, I wrote so that in one of my emails, someone. too. Well, yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. No, I, I wrote in my email. I was like, uh, by the way, this person owes me a dollar. Yeah. Um, and just to kind of remind them that that was me. Yeah. Um, and Good. so it's, it's, it's an interesting way to make – it's all about making yourself stand out. Mm-hmm. So that was personal branding. Um, potentially part one, if we end up bringing it back, we may go into more depth about, um, you know, how you, ta- how you conduct yourself in job interviews, things like that. Um, and we're potentially going to do personal branding part two when we bring in some experts. So stay tuned for that. Um, we're still very much in the planning process, but – potentially this may have only been part one we're not going to name a part one right now but potentially there's more so the final segment of today's episode essentially what kendall and i did was we challenged each other this is this segment's called fake news by the way we challenged each other to do was to find three news articles from various sources the first source is the onion the second source is buzzfeed and the third source is a legitimate news network yes and now the onion everything is fake which is tricky because sometimes i forget that and then i'm like oh my gosh this pig did what but it was fake yeah bill clinton is running for president again what you know and then you're like oh okay never mind and then buzzfeed is both everything on buzzfeed is true it's just kind of outlandish yeah and then hopefully 
uh, your real news source, you were able to find something entertaining. And so the point is that we don't want the other person to be able to guess mm -hmm. where each story is from. Okay. You want me to go first? Yes, what's your okay. first story? We're reading like the headline pretty much. Yeah, so we're then, gonna read the headline, a quick yeah. intro, um, probably the first paragraph if it's, if it's worth it. Okay. So my first news article. A man who was trapped in the snow for five days told police he survived I know this one. on taco, taco sauce. sauce. Yeah. That's real. Well, where's it from? Uh, the legitimate news source. Do I have to guess the specific news source? No, but okay. I'm gonna read the rest of the story because it's funny. Um, a man in Oregon was trapped in his car on a rural like, road. Oh, no. Yeah, that was weird. dang. I was worried you knew that one. <laughs> Uh, a man in Oregon was trapped in his car on a rural road for almost five days during a snowstorm and told police that he survived eating taco sauce he found in his car before a snowmobiler found him. Wow. So he lived off of taco sauce for five days. That's crazy. From Taco Bell. I wonder if he actually lived off that or he was just, that's just the amount of time you have in I like you. that story. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to tell you if you were right until the very end. I know. Next story. Right. University Dean resigns over Chick-fil-A campus ban. Dean of the College of Business Administration at Rider University in New Jersey has decided to leave her post over the, over the allegedly delicious reasons. That sounds like the onion. Next. Next. Thieves snatch shark from San Antonio Aquarium, wheel it out in a baby carriage. Oh, man, that sounds Three false. people snatched a small shark from a pool at the San Antonio Aquarium and smuggled it out in a baby carriage over the weekend. I don't want to hope that that's true. I'm guessing it's false because um, don't sharks need water? And I don't know if a baby carriage is equipped for that. All right, so you have three you have three news stories. Okay. Taco sauce? Yeah, that one's legitimate. I guess I know, okay, I feel like I'm playing too much into the game here, but the fact that the shark thing, I feel like has to, logically it has to be false, but I also feel like you're trying to trick me. Which is which? Okay, the shark one is false. Okay, so which? 100%, off BuzzFeed. You think, so the shark one is false off BuzzFeed. Oh, no, no, sorry. The shark one is the onion. Okay. The other one is BuzzFeed. The university dean resigns over Chick-fil-A yeah. campus ban, and then you think taco, taco sauce is a legitimate news source. Yeah. You didn't get a single one right. What? Um, what? Wait a minute. I've been seeing that taco sauce story everywhere. It was You're on BuzzFeed. you it's false? It's, it's true. It was just on BuzzFeed. Oh, I didn't consider that. The legitimate news story was the shark from the aquarium Yes, one. I'm so happy that that's true. Um, apparently, three people were at an aquarium, and they have, like, those sharks where, like, the, where you can, like, pet the sharks or something like that. Yeah. And they just picked one up and put it in a baby carriage and walked out. Have you heard about this, Chris? I remember, I remember seeing that now. Yeah. You should have told me. That's a real news story. That's off of, yeah. Wow. So that's from a legitimate news source. And then the university dean resigns over Chick-fil-A campus ban was from The Onion. Great. So you were over three. Okay. I Not forgot bad, that BuzzFeed is true also. BuzzFeed is true. It's just outlandish sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I have three as well. Okay. So, first one. Dole reveals one cantaloupe out there contains a $10 million check. So, promising one lucky melon fan the chance to change their life forever. Dole revealed Wednesday that one cantaloupe currently for sale in the continental U.S. contains a check for $10 million. Okay. Okay. I just bought honeydew melon, actually. Um, okay. And then the next one is flip flop finds introduced in a small Italian seaside town. I'm saying that because I don't know how to pronounce the real name. So Say the whole headline again. Flip flop finds introduced in Italy's small coastal town. Essentially, it's illegal to wear flip flops. Yes. Okay. So Italy's town coastline has an almost mythic status among travelers who hasn't 
who, who hasn't seen the photograph so the pastel colored house is built into rugged cliffs surrounded by the bright blue sea and instantly fall in love not much about the flip-flops okay but you might be in a bit of a shock if you fl- if you show up in flimsy sandals interesting okay next story okie doke Demi Lovato just knocked out her trainer's tooth and shared the aftermath on Instagram. All right. Can you read me the, the first paragraph of that one? Sorry, dot, 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 Not sorry. Not sorry. Nice. <laughs> All right, so we got Demi Lovato punching her trainer, knocking the tooth out. Mm-hmm. We have uh, $10 million in a cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. Thanks. For, brought to you by Dole. Okay. And then we have, what was the other one again? The flip-flops. Flip-flops. In okay. Italy. You just can't wear them. Okay. So two of those are true. Mm-hmm. One of them is from the Onion. Um, I think that Demi Lovato is from the Onion. Okay. I think that um, that first paragraph of "Sorry, not sorry" is too funny to be on like anywhere else. Uh-huh. Um, I think that oh, the, she has a song called <laughs> "Yeah." I think the That's BuzzFeed funny. one was. Um, flip-flop one okay and i think legit news source is the cantaloupe it is all your zero for three i'm my zero friend. for three <laughs> yes <laughs> buzzfeed did the demi lovato one okay the cantaloupe is false it's from the onion. the onion okay yeah and then flip-flop finds are legit that is cnn travel nice <laughs> yeah right. apparently they're concerned with the safety and like climbing the cliffs uh-huh okay Interesting. Interesting. So, wow, well, that's we were hard. That's way really worse difficult. than that than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So in the future, I guess we're gonna have to maybe rework that so that we can have some success. But <laughs> just fail every episode. I, I think the trick. So how did you do your research for this? Because I went to Google and uh-huh. I did weirdest true news stories. Oh, for you my know, real I one. honestly, I was just on Apple News and it took me like two seconds to find the cantaloupe one, which was kind of perfect. Perfect. And then the onion. It took me a while, as you know. Well, that, that was the cantaloupe one. Oh, yeah, you're right. BuzzFeed took yes. it Okay. Okay. Yeah, it took me like two seconds to find the flip-flop one on Apple News, which was just seemingly That's just funny. outlandish. Those are good so news stories. Like, huh. Yeah. So that was fake news. Um, hopefully we bring that back. I enjoy that. Yeah, that was funny. First off, thank you all again so much for listening to the show. If you've come to us personally and said that you like the show, it means a lot to me. Yeah, it makes, makes us so happy. And, and we just want to reiterate that it's not just us. Yeah. Thank you to the whole team. Thank you to Chris, our producer. Thank you to our writers. Um... We're working on getting them on, on the show a little bit so you guys can kind of get to know them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to the IT department at uh, in Pamplin, and thank you to everybody who supports the show. Um, thank you for listening if you've been at this far in the episode. Yeah, honestly, thank you, and good job. Good job. I like your attention span. <laughs> I respect it, and I want it. <laughs> Again, this episode is sponsored by Prism and Pamplin School of Business. Thank you to both of them for all of their support in continued encouragement with this project and don't forget giving day is tomorrow giving day is tomorrow we're gonna be live yes, in the atrium tomorrow the tomorrow. 19th if you're listening yeah. to this on monday tomorrow march 19th we're gonna be live in the atrium watch um twitter for exact times things like that and hopefully we'll see some of you guys there whoop, whoop. uh lastly hope you guys have a great week welcome back from spring break um let's finish the semester strong i was about to say that yeah but sorry, I didn't less take eloquently that. so that's awesome that's okay So I hope you guys have a great week of classes, um, and hopefully we'll see you back here in two weeks. Again, our website is pamplin.vt.edu backslash podcast. You got anything else? Thanks for watching. Thanks 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 for for listening, guys. Have a good week.
take a hard lesson to the revolution.